Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Variant Perception February Asset Allocation Call. Uh, so as a quick reminder, we've started doing these more regular, uh, essentially weekly uh, market discussion calls to help target our models and content uh, more specifically for different client uh, profiles. Uh, so, you know, you know, last week we put out essentially the, the big picture uh, a call, which is kind of just high level, the most top of mind ideas. Uh, this call will be specifically asset allocation, and there'll be a follow-up call uh, next week on specifically uh, global macro trades. Um, and then finally, there will be a single stock, kind of more bottom-up equity factor-specific call uh, at the end of the month as well. So hopefully, it allows us to kind of carry on what we were doing previously with the monthly client calls, also have very specific uh, targeted uh, discussions for asset allocators, uh, global macro PMs or traders, and bottom-up uh, investors as well. And uh, so, yeah, with that, Scott, I think, uh, you know, I think we're pretty excited this week to share our uh, kind of new and improved uh, Desert Island dashboard. I know you put a, a ton of work into it. Um, do, do you want to just may maybe share the screen and give like a quick one or two minutes on kind of your goals and intentions here? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the desert, our, de our Desert Island dashboard is if you had to come to one landing page to get a, a blink of, you know, what are our most important charts group by asset class and overall, you know, macroeconomic concept. This is where I would, where I would come to. Um, we five, six different categories from growth, liquidity, inflation, down to what we'll be talking about uh, more specifically in this call, equities, fixed income, commodities, FX, and credit um, from an asset class standpoint. And so the main thing, uh, the goal of this dashboard, obviously, is you have a main concept and you want to come and, you know, take a look, what are indicators telling us? So something that's been really top of mind for me in terms of what's driving, you know, equity, fixed income, credit, you name it, variety of asset class returns um, is de deficit spending, especially, you know, looking at the U.S. We've mentioned we just put our G3 LIW, you know, the U.S. growth cycle has been, has been unbelievably resilient, especially relative to the rest of the world. It's gone, uh, you know, into recessions now starting to come out. And so, you know, we can come here and take a look at how. In the U.S., for example, you know, deficit spending as a percent of GDP, the deficit impulse, uh, you know, coming back off of negative levels to now above neutral. Um, and right there, what that can give you a blink of, we've had all this excess fiscal spending that has helped support, you know, broader equity asset or broader asset class returns. And then from there, I think it's naturally easy to scroll down. You can look through into equities. You know, you can see different things from how our equities position relative to bonds um, and like in that kind of environment, uh, you know, we've seen huge divergences from, uh, you know, equity returns versus fixed income returns. That naturally makes sense when we've had such excess levels of, um, you know, financial support. Um, so I think that's been, that's my best, or that's what I really like about this dashboard is you can come and take a, you know, what are the key top three big macro uh, drivers, whether it's growth, inflation, or liquidity, and you can quickly come in to see how potentially that's flowing into our other, you know, main asset classes. Um, that's what I've liked about it so far. And I think something that's been really interesting to me is to, you know, follow this fiscal narrative and think about how that would flow into, uh, into equity positioning and fixed income positioning, et cetera. Um, I don't know, Tim, what jumps out to you? What do you like looking at um, on this dashboard? Yeah, so, so I mean, if we scroll up, I think the high level message is, you know, global growth cycle is bottoming and recovering, right? And I know we have some, or at least for me personally, that, that you know, there's a bit of skepticism 
uh, around the U.S. leading indicator, just because we still have this weird divergence where our U.S. recession models are on, right. but the kind of slower six months regression cyclical leading indicator has recovered quite strongly. Um, so that divergence has meant we've done a lot of the work under the hood, right? You know, noting kind of the micro business labor holding behavior, you know, noting various issues around tax avoidance and, you know, linkages to kind of boosting the fiscal deficit. Obviously, I won't report, or, you know, repeat all the stories, but broadly, it does suggest to you that, you know, we've had a lot, quite a bit of a growth shock. A lot of the rest of the world economies, you know, as you mentioned, have gone through a recession or coming out and the diffusion of all the different leading inputs has also recovered decently, right? Which is a right-hand chart there. So broadly speaking, it's kind of saying, okay, um, US maybe we park a little bit because of how much the no landing, soft landing narrative is fully priced in. 